This is a HeadGum Podcast. I need you so much closer. I need you so much closer. I need you so much closer. I need you so much, so, so much closer. Wow, that was my uh, song rendition of Transatlanticism by Death Cab for Cutie, which I think <laughs> slaps. The year's 2009. Uh, you know, we've been here before and we're going back again. What was happening in 2009, you ask? Well, I'm here to let you know, but this time I'm letting you know through music. One, the Black Eyed Peas continued their number one spot on Hot 100 with I Got a Feeling. Yeah, that tonight's gonna be a good night. I hate that song, but I love it, you know? I hate to love it, love to hate it. Kings of Leon and Muse's Uprising were also the number one alt songs in the country. We obviously stan both of those. Jay-Z's Blueprint 3 and Whitney Houston's Look to You were among the biggest selling albums in the country. Wow. Selena Gomez and The Scene, remember that? Released their debut album, Kiss and Tell. Do you remember when Selena Gomez had a little band? No? No. Okay. Mariah Carey dropped her 12th album, Memoirs of an Imperfect Angel. Honestly, I would say probably one of the not as talked about albums in Mariah Carey's oeuvre. Perfect name. Perfect name for an album. I did not know this to be a thing, and now I'm reminded that it was. Ellen DeGeneres was a new judge on American Idol in 2009. Did we ever remember that she was even a judge on American Idol? I didn't know. know. Um, Must not have been very good at it. Adina Menzel and Tay Diggs. Okay, we're throwing throwing digs already. Adina Menzel and Tay Diggs welcome their first child. I like how this is like this is like music adjacent pop culture. <laughs> Nicole Richie and Joel Madden welcome their second child. Okay. John Mayer denied rumors he was dating Kristen Cavallari and tweeted about it. I'm sorry, wait, are they dating right now? I think they're dating right. Whoa, and you know what? So it's been going on for that long? It's been going on for that long, mama. This is fascinating. He did tweet. John Mayer did tweet, my Millie has never slam danced with her vanilla. I'm sure she's a wonderful gal, but we have never tasted the Skittles rainbow together. Rumor control. How do God, I feel like a Twitter. gentleman? I have never high-fived Kristen Cavallari with my penis. <laughs> yuck. Yuck. Um, and you know what? I'm going to end on a positive note. <laughs> Okay, and that positive note that I'm going to... Oh, well, this is not positive, but Patrick Swayze died in 2009. May he rest. Charlize Theron was on the cover of Vogue. Huge. And you know what? I'm going to tell you. This is my positive note. Miley Cyrus announced she would be making a cameo in Sex and the City 2. And where were we when Miley was like, I'm going to cameo in Sex and the City 2? We were in Miami, Florida. And who are we? We are Emily Gonzalez. <laughs> Emily. Hello. Treasure, honor... Privilege to oh. have you on the pod. I feel the same way, in reverse. Thank you so much for coming on the show. Thank you for having me. Now, as I ask all of my guests up top, you got to let me know, who were you in high school? What was going on? What was the vibe? Where were you? What was your high school like? What were you wearing? Did you have a crew? Wow. Tell me all about it. Okay. I will say, when I thought about coming on this podcast, you guys sent me some things to ruminate on. I truly, and this also could be like two years and a half post-pandemic brain clean slate in there has been wiped clean but i truly was like did i go to high school Mm. i i i felt insane because i couldn't i couldn't remember a single thing that happened to me as if i was never there i can remember some things but mainly it was not a I, I did go to high school, but that's pretty much it. I, I went to high school. I did high school because that's what you did mm-hmm. for those years. It was not like 
a I wouldn't say a deeply formative time for me. It was not okay. where like my best friends and best memories were made. It wasn't was it formative for you like I agree. For me too. Like um it's not where my best friends were made. It's certainly not where my best memories <laughs> were made, but it was yeah. definitely formative for me. Yeah. Because it, there were there's so much that happens in It's this. true. It is hard. It's like it is those years are so crucial. Yeah. Um but I had so I went to uh, a magnet high school, which okay. I think that's a national thing. Yeah. They do that all the yeah. So it was I traveled like thirty minutes to get to high school. Whoa, um, yeah, which was a nightmare. That gets far. Um, and I mean, I, I actually I think I did know some kids who I grew up in DC. Some kids who okay, like lived yeah. like, deep in Virginia. Yep. who would drive like an hour and a half to school every day. It's yeah, it's it was too far, and it's, you have to get up. By the way, I was I. Uh, got up yesterday at 6.45 in the morning and I was so proud of myself. Yeah, it's incredible. And then I was like, wait, I did this every day when I was a teen. And when you're like so stupid, mm -hmm. it, it's like deeply unsafe to make. Deprived. You're so sleep deprived and your body is doing a thousand things and so that's the whole problem. But yes, no, so one year, my freshman year, my sister was two years older than me. She used to drive me to high school, which was great. Um, but she broke her foot and couldn't drive for a while. We had to take a, a truly special bus because we lived so far away. They sent a tiny bus to our house at 5.30 in the morning. Oh, my God. For, like, six months. So it would be dark. We were, like, alone in this little weird bus. Just, oh, my God, it was awful. So I went, At least it wasn't cold. It wasn't cold. That's true. It was Florida. So there's that. Yeah. Um. But, yeah, so I, 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 like, I didn't, none of my friends from middle school, elementary school, went to my same high school because it was far away. Um, I was an academic magnet, so it was just like it was like as if all my classes were AP classes. Mm. So it wasn't fun. It was hard. It was hard, and it was like I didn't. And because I lived so far, I didn't go to like the football games. I didn't go to homecomings. I didn't like participate in the greater high school community. Mm -hmm. Um, so I went there and I did high school. Right. Did you have, you like, know? what was your life outside of high school like then? Like, who were your friends? Were you involved in, like, extracurriculars outside of school? So I did ballet through high school, and so that was, like, a lot of my friends. I also had a long-distance boyfriend. <gasps> so How did you meet him? Summer camp. Wow. Where did you go to summer camp? Uh, we went to a summer camp in Virginia. It was a week-long summer camp each year. It was, like, a sort of like a sleepaway camp, but it was also, like, it's a, we could spend the whole time just talking about the summer camp. Um, it's, like, an all-ages camp but cool. when you're a teen you get to like stay it was on a college campus you get to like stay in a dorm with other teens what college campus it rotated around but for the main time that i was there it was at virginia tech okay so um yeah we met we met there he lived in south carolina i lived in south florida and so a lot of my time was spent like back and forth with my you know were you together all boyfriend. of high school uh, through college and then we got married and then we got divorced <laughs> whoa yeah Whoa. Yeah. So, I mean, okay. So, high school is formative in that I married my high school sweetheart. So, I guess, I guess actually. Yeah, you're really like grazing I over guess this. Like, actually I don't care. Like, I was happened. like, I don't really care what happened in like your chemistry class. I yeah. care that you were like in Some a long other distance. other stuff happened, I guess. Relationship yeah. with your. Okay. So, yeah. hold on. So, you, you, how old were you when you meet this guy? I was 14, and we started dating when I was 15. And then you you literally stayed together. Yes. No breaks. No breaks. <gasps> Until the big one. Uh, oh, my God. <laughs> yeah. Um, we're, uh, oh, wow. <laughs> I'm so... I'm so shook because, like, it's... You know, yeah, you, it's uh, a lot. I know. I went to high school with... Uh, heads that are married now like yeah i went to high school with people that are high school sweethearts married now that my like, sister and her husband too and they're they are still together and they're they're lovely i actually like i i remember thinking in my younger years that that was like really rare but now i actually think it's like kind of more not it's definitely not common but i think it's like more it's yeah. not it's not as shocking to me when someone's Great. like i married my high school sweetheart i'm like oh that's cute it does happen and also it's like it's so interesting because on the one hand it is sort of destined to fail in that you are so young like i yes. think i for, i forget to even like mention that as a part of my narrative just because i feel like such a completely different person from that person now which is like what it took for me to not be in that relationship anymore but it, it works as often as any marriage works, is I think the reality. It's just yeah. a very crazy way to 
start it and you have to grow up in the same direction well what's in crazy, order for it to keep working what's crazy to me in your scenario is that it was a long distance not only was as long distance hard in in your adult life when you have autonomy to yeah. get yourself on a plane uh-huh. or drive yourself like you were in a long distance relationship from in in high school yeah and then you guys went to the same college? We did. Okay. So, okay. There was like, there so was. So, then we, yeah, went to the same. Yeah. Same I place. mean, yeah. you at least met. I was going to say, it would have been, <laughs> it would have been really, yes, we, we, it would have been really <laughs> crazy if you also were long distance in college. That would have been actually crazy. And did you get married, and now I'm really like, you know, no, jumping the shark with the it's, whole high school theme. Yeah. Here. Who cares? But did you get married right after college? We did. Okay. So, okay. This, uh, this and then we moved to LA like a couple months after that. This is tracking for me. Like you, okay. you, you got, you know, <laughs> I, I, I would be more surprised if you were like, and then we graduated college, and then we like were dating, really and- slow burned it, and yeah, 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 no, we were, we were, how people are when they're young and certain, Sweet. you know, yeah, yeah. And were your was your family like supportive and excited? They were. I mean, I think. Uh, in retrospect, they're like, oh, yeah, I guess I was pretty crazy. Yeah. <laughs> um, but again, I said, like my sister and, and her husband started dating in high school, got married after college, are still together, have a kid, another one on the way. Wow. It's like, you never know. And also at that age, it's, I don't, if my parents had told me no, it wouldn't have stopped me. No, you know what I mean? It's like, not. what can you do? Of course not. Um, so, wow. Yeah. Okay. So you were in a fully committed, re- I mean, now <laughs> I see why you weren't like that involved in your high school because. Yeah, there's also that. You're like eyes were somewhere else. I mm-hmm. think that if you probably didn't, ha- I think that, you know, if you didn't have a boyfriend or whatever, you probably would have been more like what's popping at my school. That is true. I'm trying to see what's up here. But you were kind of maybe like, I want to go home and like chat with my boo. Pretty much. And like because my program was a a magnet program, it was really small. And so it was like no new people entered my social world, my high school world from freshman to senior year. So it's like I knew everybody I was going to know in high school right away. Right. So it wasn't like, ooh, who, I mean, the only difference would be like the upperclassmen when I was younger and But it that wasn't is, like, ooh, yeah. like transfer student. Like there wasn't new, a ton of that. Person. So it's like, yeah. oh, if I didn't want to date you right away, I probably won't. And that was like pretty much, yeah. So I d- dated somebody who lived somewhere else entirely. <laughs> Crazy. When So when in high school, you were a good student, I take it. I was a good student, yeah. Because, well, you were there for academic reasons and also yeah. I feel like... Do I have the energy of somebody who's a good student? the energy of someone that's a good student. <laughs> yeah, that check that. Try, yeah, yes. Did you party in high school at all? No. Like, um, I, so my freshman, so I, my sister is two and a half years older than me, but two grades older than me. So when I was a freshman, she was a junior. So I always wanted to hang out with her friends who were older and cooler. Um, and she didn't drink um, or party. She was like hyper responsible. Like all the, like my sister is like, a model citizen in the world. And so um, I, I like very much remember going to a party with her when I was a freshman. She like took me to a party. Um, God, it'd be so hard. Are you an older or younger sibling? I'm the baby. Yeah. It'd be so hard to be an older sibling. It'd be so annoying to be like, you have to bring your fucking 14-year-old sister to a party. We, I have our age differences. Well, my brother's 11 years older than me. Okay. So, so he wasn't bringing you to parties. It, he didn't go to, he also was not a partier. Okay, yeah. Like he doesn't, that that's not his vibe. Uh-huh. My sister, um, we are the age difference. We're in years. We're four and a half years apart. Okay, but she's six grades ahead of me. Oh wow! So yeah, you didn't have. So we never that had overlap. crossover. Yeah. Or wait, yeah, no. Eight when I was in eighth grade, she graduated high school. So she's five high school grades. Wait, does that make sense? When you were a freshman, she was a... No, no. I she My <laughs> sister... Yes, yes. She's five grades. That makes sense. That makes sense. Yes. Yeah, sorry, yeah, yeah. sorry. My sister graduated high school in 2003, and I graduated high school in 2008. Yep. Five there grades. we go. Five <laughs> grades. We figured it out. Math. I we went to high school. figured it out. Yes. Um, but yeah, so she brought me to a party, um, probably because I insisted, and she wasn't drinking, and I, I had a Smirnoff Ice, if you can love it, you know, recall. And I, the look she gave me, she was so disappointed that I was drinking at this party. And I think I just, again, I like had my long distance boyfriend. He didn't really drink. I don't know why we were, we just didn't really party. So I didn't really party in high school. I didn't 
really drink. I didn't really get into trouble. I was like a pretty chill kid. Um, it's great. It's, it, it is great. It's I so think funny. it's nice. It's nice to hear. I mean, like, I feel like I had the complete opposite experience yeah. where I felt like someone that, you know, I started smoking pot when I could, like, breathe. Mm-hmm. And I, like, was not a good student. And I was, you know, constantly, like, I was really, like, a tormented, emotionally tortured teen. Yeah. So I feel like it's nice to hear that <laughs> not everyone <laughs> felt that way. You know, it's like it's a thing looking back where I wish I could have I wish someone would have told me that I could lighten up. Like it took me a really long time to realize that you can have fun. Um, But I think at the time, too, it's like, well, I didn't like get I didn't get arrested. I didn't. It's like it's a fine time in your life to like have your shit under control, at least in that totally way, because enough emotions are crazy as it is we also talk about this ad nauseum on this podcast but the stakes of your life are so high that like they're high no matter what like they're high if you're someone that's not a good student that's like so wrapped up in a relationship they're high if you're someone that's a really good student that's a really good like you get obsessive about whatever your identity is at the time so if you were someone that like was like i'm a good student i stay out of trouble I don't do this. I just like do my work. I go to ballet and I talk to my boyfriend. <laughs> like we can become really rigid in like that pattern of Absolutely. our life. Absolutely. And we are so because we have no idea actually who we are and we're like trying in every second to figure it out, we can so often become what people say about us sure. at that age. So like if people are telling you, God, you're such a good student, you're so responsible, you're such a good kid, you're like, yes, I am, yes, I am, I'll do it, I'll do it, yeah. I'll do it. And the same happens if you're like, oh, you're such trouble, totally. you never do anything right. It's just, a, it doesn't allow kids the freedom to like figure out if that's them or not. Um, and we could go on and on about the discoveries of adulthood and therapy and all the things that like allowed it's- me to be like, oh, I can actually, I don't have to be pleasing to authority figures all the time. Yeah. Um, Because, yeah, it takes a while to, like, break out of those molds. I also think that that is something that we – that's, like, life's work. Yeah. To be, like, oh, I can not be defined by – who am I? Right. Yeah. I mean, I I say this every single day that I feel (laughs) like Zoolander looking in the spoon being, like, who (laughs) am I? You know, I feel that way every day of my life. Yeah, it only gets worse. This morning I was peeing and I, like – like, was looking up to the ceiling, and I was like, who am I, you know? And I, I don't I don't think we ever know. Mm-mm. I think some days it feels really clear as to who we are, and other days it's like, I don't fucking know. If anything, sometimes I'm like, maybe high school me knew a little bit more who I was than I know who I am now, you know? Yeah. Of course, you know, I think that we are raw little balls of flesh when we're like, yeah hormonal and teeny and like all this stuff do you remember um when your boobs came i remember waiting and waiting and waiting and waiting Mm. i still wait to this day so Mm. um no i remember i remember oh my god i you know i'll never be gifted in that area and that's fine i'm an adult and i can make peace with my body honey you can take some of these please um, but that was, that was a huge, I remember like, yes, like very much waiting and being like, when you get older, you get boobs and being like, still hasn't happened. Still hasn't happened. Um, all my friends were on swim team and I was like, you're not putting me in a bathing suit. Yeah. No way that, in hell are I my say, friends seeing me in a bathing suit. Being forced to be put in a bathing suit in middle school and high school. Horrifying. Illegal. It's Awful. It should be legal. It is awful. awful. It's awful now to put on a bathing suit and you ch- and you get to choose when and where and how and what the suit is and like all the circumstances. Do you remember like the Speedo? Because I was on swim team. Like the Speedo like race suits. Also, I wasn't on, to be clear, I wasn't on my high school swim team. I was. <laughs> I was. Not, you, you swam. I swam. Yeah. But like the also the cut of those suits looks bad on Everyone that's not an athlete. Exactly. It only looks good on you if you're an athlete. And your skin looks- needs to be so taut so as the elastic can't bend it. Do you know what I mean? Like, it needs to be, like, mortifying. I've, that was, like, such hate I felt for... Oh, it's awful. I, I hated that. And you know what I think should just stop? Mm. 
Stop making stinky teenagers work out in the middle of the day. Oh my And then go to class. God. Why are we doing that? Why are we doing that? I oh, that just brought back things I haven't thought about in so long, which is freshman PE, because you had to take PE freshman year. And this is Florida, mind you. It is hot every calendar day of the year. And you would sweat, you would work out and sweat, take off you'd have to put on your PE uniform, take it off. Put it in your little P.E. locker where it just festers until the next time you have P.E. You're not washing that every... You take it home like, I don't know, once a week. It's just and then it's you know absolutely horrifying. It's... it's it's. I, I mean, I have a vivid memory of like working out in like fourth period or something like Oof. that. Like right before lunch. And like it would be like us like lifting weights like something like so weird and then it would also be like in tandem with like health class and I remember like learning about like chlamydia and like learning about STDs but like still literally having no idea where my like clitoris was or my vulva or where my fallopian tubes were or how a uterus functioned like but I got visceral images of seeing like I think it was mostly purple gynorrhea or something crazy yeah it terrible it's like that combined with people smelling like borscht you know I mean, I love borscht. I was going to say way worse than borscht. Bad borscht. Spoiled borscht. I, I'm, I can't. It's, it's smelling like raw, 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 raw onions. Ugh. And mildew. Horrible. I know. Anyway, well, now that we've gone back there. Um, so you're in high school. Mm-hmm. You have a long distance boyfriend. Mm-hmm. Do you have like a best friend at your school? Um, I mean, I definitely, I had friends at my school. My best best friend was my friend from growing up who lived in my neighborhood and we went to different high schools um but that was like my closest friend all through growing up and I was thinking I was thinking about her a lot and thinking about this podcast because we we grew apart and it was it's so interesting I think a lot about at that time in your life and it still happens now as adults but like friendships of proximity Mm. you know where you're like so close because that's the person you are physically close to yeah it's like a circumstantial situation um and I had I had I had my like friends my little friend group in high school, but it was it was very much like friendships of proximity, with the exception of like one or two. But my closest friends from high school were the grade above me, mm. so they graduated a year before me. Are you still friends with any of them now? Uh, we it, they're like the keep in touch friends, the like life events. You're part of each other's lives. You every now and again will like message back and forth sure. on Instagram. Yeah. That kind of friendship, yeah. I know. It is interesting how, like, someone can play such an integral part of your life and then, like, 10 years later, you're like, I don't know. Like, I I guess this happens. I think a lot of it, at least for me, a lot of it comes down to, I mean, I think everybody does feel this way to some extent. I, I am a very different person now in a lot of ways than I was at that time in my life. Even just in the, like, I had, yeah, a long-distance boyfriend, very serious, very, like, committed to being, like, the very best, like, has-it-together person ever, like, got married and then was like, who am I? And so a lot of my identity identity crumbled in a big way. And so I'm like, oh, okay. Did you you have a uniform at your school? No. We had, like, dress code, but not a uniform. What was your style like? Um, my style was, uh, terrified to walk into an Abercrombie or Hollister, but I wish I looked that way. So like as close as I could get to that without, I remember going into a Hollister once to try something on and it was like the most horrifying experience of my life. Just like, it was dark in there and I felt like they knew I wasn't cool enough and like the pants didn't fit right and I was terrified to tell them. Hollister pants uh, are actually cut for toddlers. Is yes. what no one tells you when you're young. Because, yeah, I, I, my boobs never came, but my hips sure as hell did. Mm-hmm. And it was like, those pants are not made for hips. No. Of any kind. No. Um, they look great on the same people that that fucking swimsuit looks great on. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I do. It's like the, ex- it's a one-to-one. It is. <laughs> it is. Um, but I would, I, I was like, 
beach preppy is that yeah is that, do you know what i mean yeah very like pack sun uh, yeah or like american eagle outfitters yeah. like 1.0 you know like maybe maybe we're doing like a little tank with a jean we're maybe. doing we're absolutely doing a tank with a jean a light wash flare love that jean too long so the bottoms are, are afraid yeah Maybe we're doing like a flannel overshirt. Sometimes maybe. maybe if we're feeling like a little bit grunge. Yeah, we're having like a grunge day. Or like a sweater. Absolutely a sweater. I remember, I can actually recall what I wore to my first day of high school. Can you Ugh. remember what you wore to your first day of high no. school? Okay, I can't. And maybe it meant so much to me to like wear something cool to my first day of high school. Let's start at the bottom. Flip flops. What kind? Probably rainbows. Great. Um... An army green Bermuda short. I love that. <laughs> um, a little pink tank, a little teeny like crop tank, and over it a, a Henley button up V neck uh, like torn up little sweater. Okay, this is how people dress in Venice now. <laughs> like yeah. this is like also it's like it's August in Florida. She's wearing a sweater and rainbows. Like what is she? Where is she at? Here? I get it. Um, I get it. I I was proud of that outfit. I'm I really a big was. sweater girl. I Which I'm always cold. And in Florida, it's they blast that AC. It's yes. not like LA. You walk inside and it's. Uh, it's like 60 degrees. Also, humidity can play tricks on you. It can absolutely play tricks on you. Because like you'll be like, I'm sitting in I'm sitting in thick air and somehow I'm cold. Liter thick. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I grew up in DC, so I It's thick there too. It's thick. It's really thick. It's yeah. thick, thick air. Yeah. Um, okay. Uh, we're talking about thick air. It's <laughs> making me think we gotta throw to a break. Ooh. Um and we'll be back in a moment. Okay, so I have to know, um, is there like a story in your mind that is like so quintessentially high school, Emily? And it doesn't need to take place at your high school. It could be like you went on a trip with your long distance boyfriend. It could be <clears throat> you listening to Death Cab for Cutie, oh. having heartache in your room, whatever it is. If there's God, just I really a, did. I really did. I mean, I could imagine you listening to Death Cab being in love with someone yes, that you who didn't live with. there. Yeah. I oh, need you so much yearning. closer. The yeah. yearning. It was a lot. There was so much yearning. Um, yeah, there was a lot of yearning. Okay, I so this was this question in particular in the pre in the pre podcast email was the one that sent me spiraling because I was like, I don't have any. I didn't go. I didn't yeah. go to high school. I don't. Especially because, God, my boyfriend. Every story he tells from high school, like is like the plot of a coming of age movie like mm. literally everything is like a perfect narrative yeah some people have some people have that some people have that and it was like he grew up in Iowa it was like very American you yeah. know it's just like he's, he's like just, we were throwing the pig skin we had a party the, on an island yeah. in the lake and we've you know it's like yeah. okay um, so I don't have that but I do so like very classic which Henley actually my co-host on my podcast like begged me to tell this story because it's her favorite but this is a very quintessential like my dating sweetness of my high mm. school which was my it was my first valentine's day with my boyfriend and i was visiting him so you are 15 and he's 16 so you're a freshman or sophomore i'm a sophomore okay a sophomore um and so i was visiting him for valentine's day and it was like a big a big thing how would you get there would you fly? i would fly yeah i would fly wow yeah yeah god i flew so much nice well but yeah so i would i would fly so i was visiting him for valentine's day and he was like i have this big plan it's a whole like dress up but it's i'm not gonna tell you what it is it's a whole it's a surprise which all right even now that's so stressful for me how do i dress for a surprise like what does dress up mean to you what are, where are we going the, the anxiety around putting clothes on massive but i uh, so i remember being really stressed about that i wore like suede little black uh knee-high boots um with a little black dress and okay, that's cute. That's a nice outfit. It making it sound cuter than it was, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> like, there's a way like, to make it cute. Were you but a brunette? I was like uh, dirty blonde, like okay. darker blonde, yeah, and like long, long hair. Like my whole body was hair. Whoa, yeah. I learned at one point I was like, "You're too short to have long Cousin hair. You're, you're lost." Wow, um, truly, and especially in the humidity, just a oh lot of big, God. lot of big hair. Um, 
But I remember like taking a picture with him and his live like his mom taking like a little picture in his living room like before we go to the surprise thing. Really quickly, yeah. not sorry to cut you off. No, would would his mom would your parents and would his parents let you guys sleep in the same room? No. Okay. No. I just wanted to know what the vibe was because like yeah, they I would had not. some boyfriends and I know some people in high school would let their boyfriends sleep in their kids' uh, yeah, rooms. That and- was not which it got to surprise. I was like. I, I get it now as an adult being like, yeah, no, you're not. I don't care. I don't care what you do. Obviously, I know you're yeah. fucking. Who cares? But like, don't. That's just weird. Well, I parent. guess in my mind, I'm like, I know you're going to sneak into the room. Right, just like, but don't I don't want to be in charge it. of it. Exactly. Yeah. Which is, yeah, we would like, it's so stupid. Now I'm like, I would literally never do this. We would like set an alarm really early for like one of us to get up and like go back to the other bed. And it's right. like, just go to sleep. Who cares? Um, but time was precious. Yeah. So we go and we're like in the car and we're driving to this big secret valentine's day thing like what is what is it as we were starting to pull up he's like getting confused and he's like wait is this this can't be right and i'm like what's going on we pull into this parking lot of just like a like it looks like a strip mall and he pulls out the tickets he had gotten us tickets to a ballet because i was a ballet dancer and that was like oh my god we're like going to the ballet and we pull out these tickets and we walk in and what he had purchased were tickets to a children's dance studio performance. <laughs> we were the only people dressed up. The only people there with no relation to the children. It was like, that is chaos. How did he not know? I have no, because he's a 16-year-old boy play acting as an adult. Do you know what I mean? Like, it's yes. like that time where you're just like trying so hard to know what you're doing. And you could never admit that you don't know what you're doing. And so we sat through this whole, and it was like chaos and kids like running through the, it was like not meant to be seen by anyone. And I, that was our Valentine's Day. That's iconic. It was What happened great. after? He was so humiliated. I had the time of my life. It was the funniest thing I could have ever imagined yeah. happening. I don't think he enjoyed that. I told that story. I mean, I'm still telling. We are. We have not been together for like six years, and I still tell that story because it's incredible. It's just like, did you go to, to dinner try after? So hard. I think we did. Yeah, I think we went to dinner after. That is so he was really, funny. really humiliated. But I mean, it was the best possible thing that could have happened. Did you lose your virginity that night? I did. No. Um, <laughs> no. Had I lost my virginity yet? I think. I, I think. We had already had checked that box. Um, and very, that was like candles and planning. Really? And very, yeah, yeah. Like, was there a soundtrack? Absolutely, there was a soundtrack. God, what, what, it was probably a, it was probably a mix. It was probably a playlist. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it was probably, it's like singer songwriter. Yeah, like, like, um, like Jason Garden Mraz, State adjacent. Garden music. State adjacent. Uh, there might, there's probably, there might have been some Death Cab. There could have been John Mayer. There could have absolutely been John Mayer. Yeah. Maybe like, not Jack Johnson. I hope not. I, I hope <laughs> but, not. Uh, but honestly, it could have been. Like, not like making banana pancakes. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh God. No, you hopefully can't fuck, not. You cannot fuck to banana pancakes. <laughs> well, you you <laughs> know someone has absolutely. I bet many people. I have. think my husband would want to fuck to banana pancakes. I was gonna say like try, maybe try it now. Like I'm so, maybe sort of like because also when you're 16, like nobody's fucking. You're just like it's. I mean, I say physically this, doing. This actually needs to become official merch of the show. <laughs> High school sex, teenage sex is bad. If you think you're good at fucking, if you're a teenager and you're listening to this. You can't even, like, walk. You don't know. Do you You know what I mean? Like, it's like you can't, like, you're not, you you don't have control over your physical no, form. No, you literally just started walking 14 years ago. You don't Absolutely. know how to fuck. Not e- I mean, maybe 13 years ago, depending <laughs> on. It took, it took some people a while. Oh, oh my God. Knock, knock, knock. Is that a knock on the door that I hear? Why, yes, it is. Welcome to your high school guidance counselor's office. Oh boy. It's me, your high school guidance counselor. Oh, my God. In this section of the pod, you get to get something off your chest that's been gnawing at you all the after all these years. You get to <sighs> apologize for something. You just say fuck you to someone. Whatever you want to do, this is your time to heal all of your high school wounds. Then after you're done sharing, you can replenish with uh, Some with an unofficially sponsored by Mott's Apple Juice. 100% <laughs> pure juice, not from concentrate. 
Um, wow. Yeah, did you like? I'm I'm like a born star, you know. Like, yeah, I just want some people have it. Some, some people just and, have and, it. Like I just pulled that out of my ass. You know what I mean? And is it true? Is it true? Absolutely, it is. It's 100 percent juice. It claims it absolutely claims to be. 100% oh, just kidding. Juice. Guess what? 100 percent juice from concentrate. Oh no! <laughs> yeah, literally water. It's the first ingredient is water. How are we claiming 100 percent juice? But guess if what? The first ingredient is water. You can have this little 100 calorie box when you're done. Okay, great. 24 grams of carbs. What's happening in this box? It's, it's you know, to replenish your low blood sugar. Okay, so you great. can go back to class after and Perfect. concentrate. Um, okay, I, you know what? A, re- a memory resurfaced for me that I'm, I, have, I have something to apologize for. Oh, we love an apology. Okay. Actually, can I say, I think most people come on and apologize. That makes a lot of sense. I love it when we have someone that says, fuck you, because it's always so bold. And it's God, so I, w- I, I thought about it. I was like, who do I don't think I don't. I didn't like ruffle enough feathers in yeah. high school to have that. But I ha- so I do have an apology, which so I talked about that my best friend at the time was a, a girl I grew up with. And... In high school, as you do, we both got our first boyfriends. Um, both married them. Wow. Um, but I did not like her boyfriend. So this boyfriend, you know, and we were very, very close. We were, our parents had gone to high school together, so it's the sort of friend that's like, like we were born at the same time. It's exactly. a legacy friendship. You must be friends. Yeah, they we lived in the same neighborhood, did everything together. Um, and then, and then high school happens, and you start. We went to different schools. You start to have different friend groups, different interests. Ultimately. We are two very different people. We grew into very different people. But it really felt like we still had to be best friends because we were supposed to be best friends. And so I did not really like her boyfriend. And we, I, I felt as though she stopped hanging out with me as much because of this boyfriend. You know, we had like certain friend traditions that we would do every year. And she started not being able to do them because of this boyfriend. They were also long distance. Very weird. But closer, like an hour, hour mm. away. Um and so it just we I you know I didn't know how to communicate at that time in my life and didn't know how to bring that to her and so we just started growing apart and then it made me very sad and so when we graduated high school I remember going over to her house one day and I like I'd written her a letter and I was really proud of this letter I'd written a letter about like how much I appreciated her friendship and I felt like we'd been distant and all the things that I that I felt had happened expecting like this letter, this letter is going to open our friendship right back up. I was mm. like, the, when she gets this letter and reads it, she's going to feel emotional just like I do. We're going to talk about it. It's going to be so great. And that is not how it, it happened. Mm. She was very upset by the letter. For her, it was like, okay, great. The friendship's over. Mm. Shattered me. I, like I, Even though I felt like we'd grown apart, I just like couldn't fathom that you could end a friendship. It was actually, It was like my first breakup. Yeah, it's. I will. I honestly think that like friendship breakups in high school are even harder than they're so hard because also there's no roadmap for it and there's no and it's like so it's often not as concrete as like we I break up with you and so it's like really hard to process. It took me a very long time to process that, but I was absolutely shocked by how that unfolded and like shattered me. But I would actually like to apologize to her because I didn't – I wasn't able to understand, like, that she was going through her own thing with this relationship. And mm. she was changing as a person. And I could only see it in terms of, like, how it felt for me. And I didn't like this guy. And I didn't think he was a good guy. And I I sh- wish I'd had the tools to, like, have a conversation with her about it earlier. And I can understand now as an adult – what receiving that letter must have felt like. Because I could only think about what it felt like to be on my end of it. That's a beautiful apology. Thank you. I and mean, I, on her behalf, forgive you. Thank you so <laughs> much. Wow, that feels huge. No, it's it's nice to, sometimes I think that, like, it's nice to just say these things out loud. To just, like, breathe yeah. them out into the world and to be like, okay, I I have perspective on this and this was silly of me, but I know better. I've grown and and I apologize. Yeah. Apologize. Ugh. Apologizing is really important. Apologizing is really important. If people could just apologize for things. Yeah. You know, wouldn't I, it be different? 
I say this every week on the pod. My number is still the same. I haven't changed it yet. So if you feel that you do owe me an apology, feel free yeah, we to would, reach I, out. I think also being able to receive apologies yeah. is big. And so open to receiving. I'm not I'm, saying that I'll respond, but I'm I will absolutely read. open. Yeah. I'm open to receiving yeah. any apologies yes. that might be out there in the world for and, me. Exactly. I don't owe anyone an apology personally. I'm kidding. <laughs> I'm good, but I'm also, my ears are open. Yeah. My heart, TBD. There you go. Um, yeah. Uh, anyway, you know, she married a cop, so. Well. Did I make the right choice? I don't know. Does that totally invalidate my apology? Um, it's. No. Different life choices, you yeah. know? Different paths. Different strokes I think she's happy. I hope she's different happy. Different folks. Peace and blessings, as and I Peace say. and blessings. Um, do we have a classmate? We have a classmate's corner today. <gasps> Who is our classmate? Tevi, please take it away. So today we have Aaron with uh, a big fuck you. Oh, love. Aaron wants to say a big fuck you to his senior year AP lit teacher. During a vocab test, I knew I had gotten every answer correct except one and that I could just not remember it. So I called him over for help or a hint. To help, all he said was, nah, you know the answer, come on. To which I replied, no, I don't. That's why I asked you. The class phone rings. He goes to answer. I give up on the question, submit the test, and lo and behold, I got a 97 out of 100 because I missed one question. He walks back over to me, sees I finish, and asks, so did you figure it out? I say, yeah. And he said, well, what was it? And he said, oh, just kidding. I got, I gave up and I got a 97 thinking that he'd let it go and nor, no, I scored well. He said to me, oh, wow. Well, if that's how you feel, then good luck being mediocre for the rest of your life, <gasps> which I never got over and still sticks with me to this day. Love the pod. Stay cool. Never change. Hags. Okay. Oh, my. Here's what I'm going to say. That little man that said uh, have fun being mediocre that is coming from a <laughs> I'm, mediocre I'm not talking soul. about me I'm not talking about me at all yeah. I'm talking about you yeah also by the way I think it's like really not a mediocre thing to do with being like hey I got a you got a 97 also that he, is excellence that is not mediocrity and you didn't know the answer so you asked for help I'm sorry that's the best thing we can do in life here's the thing teachers actually don't help you a lot of high school teachers especially are, they're not pleased to be where they are. Well, no, no, no. They're not pleased to be where they are because the system is so fucked. It's absolutely fucked. And we don't support them. And that's fucked up. And by the way, I would just like to say that was a gross generalization that teachers don't help you. There are the sure. sinister evil teachers that uh, don't help you. On our podcast, we've recently got into a whole thing about how doctors are bad. And it's like, obviously, not all doctors are bad. But, no. you know, but like, the system's broken. By the way, when you have, here, here's the difference. You have the teachers that change your fucking life. A good teacher is life changing. The most special thing that exists. A good teacher is a saint on earth. Yes. I would like to shout out Mrs. Freecott. I would like to shout oh, out wow. Mr. Allen. I would like to shout out Mrs. Cox, spelled C O X. Great. I would love to shout out, you know, I would love to shout out, honestly, Gail, who was a teacher Ooh, of we're mine. doing first names. Yeah, because I went to an alternative elementary school. Very cool. Yes, you know, there are a lot. Yeah, absolutely. But I would like to say a big fuck you too to my AP you wait no AP Euro history teacher mm. such a dick and you know I I feel your pain but you cannot let this true little shit you fuck with you you just have to remember also that you are talking to a child mm -hmm. that's a child I don't care what you feel they did to you yeah. That's a child. And I think that... Good luck being mediocre for the rest of your life. I'm barely alive. Yeah. <laughs> like, I, I've done nothing. I've only lived to my I parents' have a driver's home. license. I can barely walk. Yeah. I can barely walk. I, I can barely walk, but guess what? I'm fucking. <laughs> I'm fucking. I'm fucking. <laughs> yeah. To some Jay Johnson. Yeah, I'm fucking. And guess what? Maybe my fucking is mediocre. It absolutely, at best. At best. God. These teachers really know That's how to so suck us and cool. fuck us raw. I know. I know. I was, look, I was deterred from doing, pursuing the arts, pursuing theater arts because of a theater teacher that just, I don't think, liked me. Ugh. Why? Because I was hot. Um, oh, a classic. <laughs> classic. And you know, we don't talk enough about how hard it is to be hot. Yeah. We don't. Oh, my God. The trials and tribulations. It's, it's true. That's my memoir. The trials and tribulations of being hot I for my whole life. wait to read it. Um, 
I got to know, if you could go back in time and give your high school self any advice, what would it be? Oh, I, I mean, that I, that it's, like, okay to just enjoy yourself a little bit. That, mm-hmm. like, you don't no, – that nothing will go according to plan and therefore – just lighten up a little bit. Yeah, let it go. Just lighten up a little bit. Let it go. Let it go. I would have written Let It Go and <laughs> been so rich. Um, what was your favorite movie in high school? Okay, I'm really, I, I hate to say this, but Garden State. No, I mean, look. I mean, talk about, sound... it's that same transatlanticism. I would sit there and watch that movie and feel so complex i feel like you probably liked all of those like romance like intensity i did but like a little bit did you like the movie like crazy no i don't think i've ever seen it wow you gotta see it i gotta see it a a friend of mine directed and wrote that movie i gotta see it long distance relationship person oh yeah it will rip you to shreds great rip you to shreds um did you wait? I gotta ask this question because I need to start asking it more. What was your favorite snack in high school? I I, I preface it like it's a really important question. <laughs> um, give me a minute. Um, uh, my favorite snack in high school, honestly. Oh my god, anything name brand? Any? What do you mean? I oh I I could go into that. My parents were very healthy. They were like Whole Foods buyers before Whole Foods was a thing that anybody knew about. So they would buy like the Four Seasons, whatever that Whole Foods like when, generic brand yeah, was. When, when whole wheat bread was like dark brown, yeah, and crumbly, and like peanut butter, dark brown and crumbly. Like everything I ate was like. Ugh, so I, you wanted like Jif. You wanted I, Oreos. Um, I wanted Jif. I wanted cereal. Oh my God. Any sugary cereal I could get my hands on. Gummies. Mm. Scooby-Doo gummies. Oh yeah. my God. Uh, Cosmic brownies. Little Love Debbie's. Little oh Debbie's. my God. Did I just start talking about a thousand of my favorite snacks? All I wanted was snacks. Yeah. I would go to my friends' houses. Some of my friends' parents really didn't like me because I would raid their pantries. Because yeah. I was like, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God. Yeah. Food. Yeah. I one of my one, my best friend from growing up, who's still one of my best friends to stay. You you might have met her at some point in oh. in your Henley uh, friendship. Wow! But she it would be miraculous. My mom would joke that she could make a sandwich out of everything. Like she would come into our house and it would be like no food that we saw, but she like would That's incredible. beautiful mind like some gorgeous meal. That's a real skill. Yeah, That's she still, a she still real has it to skill. this day. She still has it to this day. I, lo- I had a friend who every time I would come over, and I, I have to imagine this was just for me. I, her mom would immediately bake pizza bagels and Toll House cookies, and we would eat like a thousand of them. I mean, this has been talked about in pop culture enough, but the pizza bagel really is lethal. And you do need to cook. The, a, a, a responsible adult <laughs> cooks the pizza bagels, lets them cool for like 10 minutes and then brings them to the child because 10 minimum or like you know you should really poke some holes poke some holes in that top cheese layer I have not had let the steam escape I didn't have like skin on the roof of my mouth because it's also you do it in one bite absolutely you can't wait you're not waiting (laughs) you cannot wait you know how the cheese would still stay in like little squares yeah I can like remember the texture the little cubes Yeah. I I loved it when the top was Piping hot and the bottom was fucking cold. burnt. <laughs> oh, burnt. Because oh, I feel like sometimes cold. you can get a pizza bagel where the bottom, the bagel part is still not quite done. I mean, I was the sicko that like loved uh, Lunchables pizzas. I would, okay, I would get on my birthday every year, I was allowed to have a Lunchable because I only ate healthy food They're and delicious. it was always Lunchable pizza. Lunchable pizza is, love it. It's for the sick. It's for the sick <laughs> and twisted. What, what is that cold. bread made out of? Because it's not a cracker. Uh, cardboard. Yeah, it's like, it's like, it's divine. <laughs> I was obsessed. It's divine. It's delicious. I would love to eat it's one now. It's a texture I've never experienced anywhere else, though, I, I will say. Yeah, I think that it's the kind of thing where, like, I would need to be on, like, DMT or something for me to, like, <laughs> eat it. Like, I need to, like, reborn and be like, yeah, like, here's what I'm going to eat. But, but I will say, <sighs> it is the food that we are going to be left with. So we better well, good build we the like palette it. back up. Good thing we like it. <laughs> I bet, honestly, I don't I don't think I have to build it back up. I think I could. If someone handed me one there. right now, I'd be like, okay. If you gave me that, like, perfectly disc of ham <laughs> and that perfect square of cheddar on that Ritz. They were, like, making that artesan. It's like you could, it they could have all been the same shape. Yeah. You could have just cut out circles of it. But no, no, no. Your cheese, that's a square. Delicious. Um... 
I guess my final question. Wow. I'm like so I'm like oh. salivating thinking about <laughs> cheese and crackers. Wait, did you go to prom? I did go to prom. With your long distance boyfriend. I did, yeah. What did you wear? I wore a a salmon pink mm. <laughs> long silky dress. It had um like rhinestones along the Cute. neck and like a little I was really proud of this part. A, a low back. Ooh. And um like a chiffon same color like little veil at the ba- like the back skirt. This sounds pretty. I honestly wish I still had it. Do you have pictures? Somewhere I do, yeah. I'm going to need those pics. Okay. What did you do with your hair? Because it was so long. It was long. It was um, curls. I'm trying to like literally. Oh, oh, okay. Here's what, here's what it was. Curls like and like over to one side. Ooh. You know? Sort of like a renaissance fairy. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I like that. Thank you. Now, I guess the final question of the pod was, did you have a senior superlative? I didn't. And you know, I didn't even get a yearbook. What? Isn't that crazy? Well, I guess you really didn't go to high school. I really, I, was I there? <laughs> um, I didn't have, I did not have a senior superlative. That's okay. Did okay. you have a senior quote? Like, do you know how they would like ask you for like your quote in your yearbook? Yeah, no. <laughs> Well, you so, know what? I didn't go. I wasn't there. Sometimes we rise above. And sometimes <laughs> yeah. we don't. You didn't play you didn't play these little high school games. I didn't. No, it wasn't for me. If you if you could have guessed, like, what do you think the people that you went to high school with would have said you would have been? Or most likely or most whatever. If you could give yourself a senior superlative that you think they would have given you in two thousand and nine, what would it be? Um most Eager to be well liked. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, there we go. There we go. I love that. A prize, a prize for any young girl. I think so. <laughs> I mean, that's that's truly the plight of teenhood. Absolutely. And I think that And the plight of womanhood. The plight of humanity. Yeah. Let's just blow it out. <laughs> yeah. Let's just say we all as as I as we talked about. But an hour ago with my last guest, we all just want to be loved. Isn't Desperately, achingly loved. And adored. And adored. Let's and not forget adored. adored. Love and adoration. Mm. Um, Emily, thank you so much for coming on the show. Thank you for having me. This was therapeutic. I hope it was. It was. Where, and you're a fellow HeadGum podcaster. I am. Everybody can listen to Too Scary Didn't Watch. They can. They can listen to you on Too Scary Didn't Watch. Yes. Orphan, which is a crazy, it came out in 2009, right? Yes, yes. <laughs> Legendary. Um, truly crazy movie. Um, yes, it's called Too Scary Didn't Watch. We recap horror movies. So if you are too scared to watch them like I am, you can still know what happens. Um, or if you like scary movies, you just get to listen to people talk about them. I love it. We have a great time. I love it. Um, wow, what another absolutely perfect episode. Tevi, what, what were you pointing at me for? You should plug your live shows. Oh, yes, that's <gasps> correct. Oh, because this comes out tomorrow. Wow. Um, okay, here's the dealio. Next weekend, next Sunday, I'm going to be in Brea, California at the Brea Improv. I will be doing my hour. Everyone should come. Uh, the incomparable Blair Saki is going to open for me, which is going to be absolutely fabulous. And then I'm going to be in Chicago at the Color Club October 13th. And then I'm going to be at Bottle Rocket Social Hall October 15th in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. So please, 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 pretty please come out. Tell anyone you know that lives in those cities to come and see me because it's a once in a lifetime experience. And you know, she's a born star, as has been mentioned. Yeah, as I've as I've said about myself, no one else <laughs> has mean? said it. No one else has said it. If you um, don't love yourself. Yeah, if you can't love yourself, how in the hell are you, you gonna, gonna love, love somebody, somebody else? else? Can I get an amen? Amen. Um, that's RuPaul. I'm not. I'm not claiming <laughs> to. I'm not. I'm not plagiarizing. Um, so yeah, buy tickets, come see me, and I'll talk to you guys next week. As I say every week, stay cool, never change. Ciao. Mm. That was a HeadGum Podcast.